Earlier this month, we held our annual gala. Each year, we take some time in December to meet, celebrate the year behind us, and look to the year ahead. This year, we heard from US and Chinese government speakers, Henry Kissinger, and from our honoree for the evening, Ambassador Stapleton Roy. So this week, a look at some of the remarks offered during the evening. From the US-China Business Council in Washington, DC, I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, everyone. On behalf of US At the very CDC, beginning of December, Chairman around 450 guests, some virtual and some in person, gathered together China for a program Council. called The Way Please Forward. First, we heard from Dr. Henry Kissinger, a man who really needs little introduction. Kissinger spoke highly of Stapleton Roy, who was his friend and advisor when Kissinger was Secretary of State, and he spoke to how the defining challenge of our time is how the United States and China can learn to compete and coexist peacefully. So now we are part of an indivisible world. China and the United States contribute an essential element to the global economy, in fact, the preponderant element to the global economy. The challenge they now face is how it is possible for two nations that to some extent are thrown into competition in some fields, how they can continue to cooperate. And even if they don't cooperate in everything, how to work together without destroying each other and humanity. That is the overwhelming problem of our After hearing Dr. Kissinger's recorded remarks, Stapleton Roy took the stage. Stapleton Roy is a career ambassador and has held three ambassadorships during his time in public service. He spoke about how those who paint the current U.S.-China relationship as a new Cold War are using inappropriate and even misleading terminology. In this context, some people are treating the U.S.-China relationship as becoming a new Cold War. This terminology is inappropriate and indeed misleading for a number of reasons. First, unlike the Soviet Union, China's economy has the potential to surpass that of the United States during this decade. Second, unlike the USSR, China's economic growth has delivered enormous benefits in terms of raising the living standards of the Chinese people. Third, China's economy has become the engine of growth, not just in East Asia, but in much of the world. Fourth, the U.S. and Chinese economies are interlinked in multiple ways. Fifth, mishandling of the Taiwan issue could provoke a direct military conflict between China and the United States. These differences matter. They affect how far we can go with Beijing without damaging our own interests, and they are relevant to the extent and sincerity of the support we can expect from allies and friends in confrontations with Beijing. After Ambassador Roy's remarks and a fireside chat with him and Dr. Kissinger, guests heard from the Chinese ambassador to the United States, Qin Gang. Qin Gang delivered remarks that were optimistic about the future of the bilateral relationship, and he took the opportunity to announce new plans that China has for speeding up business travel. Economic and trade cooperation has always been an anchor and propeller of our ties. China is ready to enhance such cooperation with the U.S., to expand our shared interests. We need to strengthen existing cooperation in agriculture, manufacturing, and the financial services. And I believe our cooperation in energy in the response to climate change means more 
opportunities to companies of both countries. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you are concerned about the resumption of business travel to China. Let me announce a piece of good news here. We are implementing President Xi's direction on upgrading fast-track arrangement to provide more conveniences. With the upgraded arrangement, the time needed for travel approval will be shorter, no more than 10 working days. Testing and the quarantine will be more convenient. You can work during quarantine if conditions for a quarantine bubble are eligible. We have formulated a specific work plan and we'll share it very soon. The keynote remarks of the evening were from a representative from the Biden administration, the Undersecretary of State for Economic Growth, Energy, and the Environment, Jose Fernandez. Undersecretary Fernandez took the opportunity to voice the administration's support for the business community, but emphasized the importance of national security and American values in the process. We believe that at your best, American companies are ambassadors for our values. This is what sets our economic and trade practices apart. Your activities are not just good business opportunities, they also showcase what America stands for. As one of your members has pointed out to me, seven of the top 10 best companies to work for in China are based in the US. The standards that you uphold are part of the reason that we sometimes ask you to forego opportunities that will be available to you if only you would pay a bribe, ignore environmental best practices, or used forced labor. As you focus on this market, please keep in mind that you're not bystanders in the broader economic and strategic relationship. Above all, please be mindful how your activities can affect US national security and the fundamental values that we all hold dear. As for this administration, we will defend our companies, we will defend our workers against an unfair economic playing field. If we must choose between profit versus complicity in undermining our values, we will choose what's right every time. And we will stand up to economic coercion, whether directed at countries, companies, artists, or athletes. So in closing, let me make one more thing clear, please. We want you to succeed. We want you to succeed today, and we want you to thrive for many years to come. That's why as you navigate this very complex relationship between the US and China, my door and those of my colleagues at the State Department will always be open. All in all, the evening was a great chance for old friends to meet and for everyone to hear from the people who shaped the US-China relationship from the very beginning and from those who are still shaping it today. If you're at a member company and you want to learn more about that travel fast track program that Ambassador Chin Gong mentioned, feel free to contact me. My email is ihutchinson at uschina.org, and I'll also type that out in the show notes for you as well. Feel free to send me a note, and we can fill you in with more details about the program. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can always learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please do leave it a rating and review. It will always help other people to find it. And as always, thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week.